Welcome to the All Kill Cast, the best K-pop podcast in your prefecture. I am your host, Patrick, going solo tonight since Ariana is out on medical, and by that I mean she's got a really nasty ear infection. Um, funny enough, the reason why we haven't had an episode in a month is because I was actually having uh, medical issues not related to ear infections, and of course, as soon as I got better, um, she began to feel sick, so go fucking figure. Um... So this episode is going to be a little different because, uh, A, I'm solo tonight, and B, I'm sure you've listened to the show and you probably are all already aware that Girls' Generation is now out three more members. Uh, so Hyun, So Young, and Tiffany opted not to renew their contracts with SM Entertainment, leaving just five members in SNSD, and essentially crippling any actual shot of another comeback. Um, while SM has kind of spewed the typical, this doesn't mean the end, press release, that kind of bullshit, I think it's fair to say that the writing is on the walls. Um, Girls' Generation is not a group I really need to read a fucking Wikipedia article about because, or pretend that you don't already know who they are, because I'm sure a lot of you who, um, well, I would say most of you know who they are. Um, you know, and, uh... I think a lot of a lot of K-pop fans, um, no matter how, whether you're a, a son, as they say, or even just a casual listener of Girls' Generation, I think a lot of people have been kind of thinking about what that group means to them. Um, and the big thing is that I've been thinking about is what they mean to me. And um, it's weird because my history with Girls' Generation is kind of storied, I guess. It's... It's not really... It's it's weird because I kind of knew about them, but also didn't really know anything about them, and I'll get into that in a bit. Um, the song you just heard was their debut song from 2007, and that was Into the New World. Um, and while that wasn't really the first song of theirs I was familiar with, in fact, it's actually one I kind of listened to a lot later on, um, I think it's an important opener for a lot of reasons. You know, chiefly at all, it's a... It's a song that I think is more relevant today than had ever really has been before. Um, as you may know, we currently live in a nightmare hell dungeon. Uh, if you live in the United States or pretty much anywhere else in the world, that seems to be, uh, unfortunately, getting the downwind of all of our bullshit. Um, it's a song that is surprisingly kind of bleak. Um, it's The whole point of it is essentially like, hey... Um, you know, the world's hard, and things could potentially get worse, and it's not going to get easier, that's for sure. So all we really have is just each other and the support of one another, and we just have to kind of hope that's enough. And I think that resonates extremely with uh, today's climate, and I think it really resonated for them when they wrote it in 2007, um, considering that the... the climate of the k-pop industry in which they came up in which of course i'll talk about a little bit later um so anyway uh that was my short little introduction as to why we've been gone for a month and also kind of the uh big thing that happened this week the biggest thing that i think has happened in a long time at least in k-pop um certainly since like the absolute shit show that was 2014, which was also another very relevant year for bad things happening to Girls' Generation with Jessica leaving. Um, so I'm going to break real quick uh, for another song. This episode's going to be really music-heavy because I kind of just want to play, like, 
songs that I think uh, resonate with me, and not only that, but I, I feel mark kind of different parts of Girls' Generation's career. Um, this seems like an immemorium episode, which it kind of is, because, I mean, like, let's be real, it's kind of hard to come back from losing half your lineup, but... Uh, anyway, so the song you're gonna hear is their breakout hit uh, from 2009, and it's called... Uh-huh. Listen, boy. My first love story. My angel. And my girls. My sunshine. history with girls generation is to say the least kind of brief um i remember primarily how i actually first heard that song was 
Um, I recall one today I was uh, I used to spend a lot of my time on a video game slash shit posting forum. And I recall I was actually sitting around uh, playing Dead Space, weirdly enough, um, to, to give you an idea of just like how vividly I remember the first time I heard G. Um, I saw a topic that just had the title of the song and like the chorus, GG, baby, baby, and I clicked on it wondering what any of that means and why it's just kind of sitting in like a forum about PC games. Um, and it was someone posting the video. And I should mention that I have basically zero knowledge about K-pop or anything even related to Korea outside of Didn't We Fight That Place Once. And I I was familiar with J-pop to a point. Um, I didn't really know what to think. Uh, it was weird that there were so many people in the group, of course, when there were nine. Um, what the deal with the cute, like, shuffle dance they were doing, although I did think it was kind of cool. Um, what I did notice that it was catchy as fuck, and I think I must have watched it a few more times for sure because it was posted constantly, and that particular thread blew up because people just kind of fell in love with it. Um, and, of course, eventually, like, it just kind of faded from memory because it was sort of a meme at the time, and as any meme is, it just passes. Uh, it didn't really dawn on me how popular they actually were or the cultural significance behind them in South Korea and what, like, their success meant for female artists in general. <clears throat> so, uh, Girls' Generation debuted in 2007, um, which doesn't seem that long ago, but, I mean, in K-pop, it's basically, like, the beginning of time. Um, and they came at a time where girl groups were notoriously unprofitable. Um, there was, like, maybe five or six active at the time, I mean, including the Wonder Girls, who were pretty successful, and they were big about the same time. Um... Of course, when I say active girl groups, that doesn't mean that there weren't a lot of boy groups because there was about 2 billion NSYNC clones if you decide to take a look at um, any of the mid-2000s uh, boy groups. Um, so, uh, the Wonder Girls, actually, funny enough, I think probably stood the best chance of kind of being the, the quote-unquote nation's girl group had they not been shipped off to America, which if you had Teen Nick at the time, you may have remember seeing their made-for-TV movie, which, God forbid, you watch it now, but, I mean, um, what you were really witnessing was just kind of like the closing of the popularity gap in South Korea since they were stuck in America, and that void was pretty much filled by Girls' Generation. And to give you an idea of just how popular Girls' Generation is, I mean, it would be a extremely long time before that void kind of or that spot just kind of got replaced and that was not until very recently with twice um but the massive success that that group saw um kind of made the whole industry sort of shift over to um girl groups and female soloists and like a lot of a lot of debuts happened that would have never happened had SN you know, had SNSD not held open that very heavy door for them. So, um, you know, and it's weird because, like, you would think that that's not very significant here in America, but, I mean, like, their popularity did, of course, spill over here in Japan. They they ended up promoting heavily in Japan, and they're one of the few, like, K-pop groups to ever really make it over there. Um, Twice and Blackpink both are pretty popular now, but I mean, you gotta remember this was in like the mid 2000s, and at the time, like, it was essentially like not really heard of, of like uh, a girl group making it over to Japan and actually selling records. Um, and not only that, but they made it to America too, to a point. Um, I think it would, it, the promotion in America was pretty smart, it was brief. I think it didn't really take hold the way they thought it would. 
but I mean, it wasn't like the disaster of what happened to the Wonder Girls. Um, they did have an appearance on Letterman. They performed The Boys, which uh, a complete English version, which uh, had fucking Snoop Dogg on it. So yeah, they dropped a song with Snoop Dogg. That's pretty fucking wild to think about. This this Korean group that's essentially unheard of in America just put out a track with one of the world's most popular rappers. Um, so I'm going to play that next, actually. I'm going to throw on the boys with Snoop Dogg just to give you an idea. I thought this song was fake the first time I heard it until he name drops them midway through his verse. And then it just kind of dawned on me. Um, but uh, it's not considered one of their best songs. And of course, a lot of people prefer the Korean version of the boys. I personally like the song a lot. I like the remix. I like Snoop Dogg's bit. I think it's pretty dope. So uh, here you go. Tell you looking at me, I know what you see Any closer and you feel the heat GG You don't have to pretend that you didn't notice me Every look will make it hard to breathe First of all, most of y'all love to play, get involved, baby boo, congratulations, girls, girls, generation, innovating, shaking and baking, beat the basin, times are wasting, walk, walk, slow with it, I'ma, I'ma, I'ma get it, give it up, break it down, take your time, tone it down, dogs back, back around, don't you love that doggy sound? I baked the cake like it, now make it shake like it, girl you bad, everything I never had, I'm going out, why you showing out, last of all, get involved, go ahead, oh. As soon as I step on the scene, I know that they'll be watching me, watching me, I'ma be the hottest in this but there ain't no stopping me, stopping me.
so I think the other question that's kind of plaguing a lot of people right now, fan, fans, of course, is kind of what now? Um, is there going to be like any new SNSD songs? Are they still together, but not with the same company? Can there be a reunion? Is it true what SM is saying? Are they really done? Or are they actually, you know, are they actually not broken up? And the answer is no one really knows. And if anyone at SM knows, then they're not saying. And people are reasonably upset. I mean, this is a pretty big fucking deal, after all, in terms of, like, I mean, not in, like, any capacity, like, anything, like, actually important in the world, but, I mean, it's important to people. I mean, there's people who have been following this group for ten years, and all of a sudden they just kind of get this unceremonious uh, ending. Um... It, it, but music-wise, I mean, it's like, for people, it's like when the Beatles played their last show on that rooftop in New York City, or, you know, um, even though that was more planned, that's probably not a great example, but what the fuck ever. Um, their last comeback was not too long ago, it was actually just a couple months ago in August, and that was Holiday Night, and that might be the last um, Girls' Generation album ever, um, or at least in their original eight-member form. Uh, form oh and not original of course you know jessica left in 2014 but that's not here or there um you know and speaking actually speaking of which i mean that question came up then too but i mean that was one member and it sucked but it was survivable and then now you have um half of their lineup just gone like you have the three members who just left plus jessica i mean like that's five people left um the likelihood that they're going to be adding anybody is pretty slim and like i said i mean these girls have been doing this for a decade now which is almost unheard of like most groups do not get to that 10 year point i mean seven years is usually the top out for everybody i mean sistar broke up after seven years 21 i think one after five uh four minute one after five um i could be wrong on those because i don't have that information in front of me but that's just i know it wasn't fucking 10 that's for certain um and you know it's it's hard to really say if the show is going to go on. Um, I think it's, I think, like I said in the beginning of the episode, it's kind of the writing is on the walls. Like, we, we know what the deal is. Like, this is probably it. Um, but you know what? Like, that's the beauty of music, and that's the beauty of digital media is that it's forever. So, I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with fans being upset, but, like, that past ten years isn't just erased. It's not gone. It hasn't disappeared. It's still there. It's within a click of where you are right now. I mean, you could hop onto YouTube and just see a decade's worth of content in, like, just a few clicks, and that's amazing, you know? Um, and, you know, even for, like, the girls who left and the girls who are still there, I mean, like, a lot of doors are open for them now. Um, you're going to be seeing them in movies, TVs, variety shows, what the fuck ever. Like, if any of those people were your biases, I mean, like, you're in luck, because you're probably going to see them a lot more than once a year now, so that's good. I mean, it sucks that you're not going to see them as the unit of Girls' Generation, but, I mean, you know, what are you going to do? It's not unreasonable for them to not want to do this anymore. I mean, like... You know, 10 years is a long time for any fucking job, that's for certain. And then, like, to be kind of working as much as, like, a K-pop group does, I mean, it gets exhausting, and they probably want to do something else, because who wouldn't want to do something else? Um, 
so yeah, I that's just kind of my whole my thoughts on the whole thing. Um, I don't really have much to say beyond that. There's not really any more news I want to bring up. I mean, I could just save that for a regular episode. This wasn't really meant to be a full episode, just kind of like a very brief personal retrospective um, on how I feel about the whole thing. Uh, it's all about me tonight. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's really... I guess that really does it, to be honest. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, if you're going to be in the Los Angeles area this weekend, um, Ariana and I are going to be at the Aero Theater All Night Horrorthon on Saturday, October 29th. Uh, so by all means, come by, see some movies, hang out. It's a blast. I mean, we try to go every year. We missed last year, and I regret it deeply, so never again. Um, we'll be back in two weeks with a regular episode, and we have a very special guest, uh, Tolly Gibson of KUHS Radio. Um, we're going to be talking about our favorite rookie groups and how uh, everything is terrible. Um, okay, so I'm going to close out tonight's episode with one more song, so that way this whole thing isn't a giant bummer. Um, this is my personal favorite Girls' Generation song, and possibly their last. Uh, it's from their new album. Uh, it's called All Night, and I personally think it's a masterpiece. Um, it's a celebration of the past decade that they've had together. Uh, the video is incredible. The song is extremely catchy. Um, we talked about it actually briefly on a couple episodes back. I believe Sarah, our past guest, um, really, really enjoyed it. That was on her list. Okay, so uh, until next time, folks, good night. Good night.